In the words of Gwen Stefani, I'm just sipping on chamomile. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. Hey. This is the Healing Season Podcast. By the end of this podcast, hopefully you will have learned something new or something more about our God who heals and the wide-ranging ways in which he does it. I'm your host, Shannon Caldwell. I'm an author, a speaker, a holistic health practitioner, and a follower of Jesus. And I'm here to help you move from hurting to healing with gentle, simple, weekly steps. Come back week after week, month after month, and see what happens when it all literally adds up to a healing season. Thank you for those of you who have reached out to me and said that this podcast is a help to you. Thank you. Oh, by the way, can I just tell you right now, first of all, on today's podcast, we're going to talk about the very basics of herbal medicine, how to go to the grocery store and come away with a first aid kit and also oh so yummy. I'm not a doctor. None of these are medical claims. I'm going to share with you some research and I'm going to share with you what I do and what my friends do. Mm Kai. <laughs> so let's go ahead and just start with chamomile. Like Gwen said, can I tell you this? When I first started really focusing in on drinking chamomile tea as a daily practice, because what we're talking about when... We're talking about teas today, okay? There are a lot of different ways to deliver an herbal remedy. Tinctures, essential oils, eating them, and making a simple cup of tea. Isn't it good to just be able to have a couple of tools in your toolkit that you can grab and go with? When, because it's not if, like we're all going to be there sometimes, right? When your nervous system feels like an ant colony and you need to get to sleep because the alarm's going to go off one way or another. You know, God gave us a garden. He gave us a garden. And from the very beginning, and by the way, I'm not a Bible scholar. I am though going to be studying. I'm in Bible college and I'm going to be studying the book of Genesis. So that's super exciting. I'll, I'll spill some tea on that as we, as we get, as I learn, I'll share what I learn with you. Okay. But basically, you know, on this podcast, we look at some of these healing modalities. It's all I'm sharing with you is healing modalities. I'm sharing them with you from here, there, and everywhere. I'm a holistic health practitioner. And so it comes down to what's going on in your mind, what's going into your body. How is your soul? Okay. All of the things in balance. We look at water therapies, diet therapies, uh, talk therapies, movement therapies, nutritional therapies as well. I'm a certified nutritionist and essentially it all works together. But any right, gentle choice that feels available and like a yes to you, go for it. You know, try it. If it doesn't work, try something else. So here we have, just for today, we're going to talk about basics. If you were going to go to the health food store with your crunchy granola mama, all right, because I wouldn't recommend 
any of these for babies because surprisingly, they are very, very strong. These herbal medicines, even though they're just like hanging out like a regular cup of tea, like chamomile tea in your grocery store, really does have an effect like and quite a powerful one. And so honestly, like as a mom, I talked to my doctor and uh, before I gave my kid anything and I would I would recommend to you that you do the same. Talk to your primary care physician about, hey, you know, I'm thinking about like even as a nursing mom, if you're thinking about um, trying any of these teas, I would talk to your doctor about it first just to be sure. You know what I mean? Better safe than sorry. My heavens. We all have so much healing to do. If any of us find something that works, wouldn't it be mean not to share? So, hey, that reminds me, if you have found something that works in your holistic wellness and healing journey and you want to share it with others, you know, leave a comment wherever you're listening to this podcast or hit me up on my website, thehealingseason.com, because I'd love your ideas. If I, if I, when I am freaking out, I go for chamomile tea. But the first time I ever leaned into chamomile tea as a healing like agent was when I first gave up drinking alcohol. And I needed to find something else to drink that felt like my special drink that also made me feel relaxed. And you hear about chamomile tea it's basically an every restaurant that says herbal tea on the menu is going to have chamomile tea. You can find it at almost every gas station right next to the coffee and in hotel lobbies all across the world. It's easy to grow. I'm growing a pot of it right now. I'm looking at it. And honestly, in fairness, I've been out of town for a couple of days. I've been neglecting it. My son didn't water it. It didn't get any sun and it's still alive. So if I can do it, you can do it. You can grow chamomile or you can just go to literally the dollar store and find some. Obviously, I'm always going to recommend organic, but I'm not legalistic about that. Get you some, get you some. Chamomile tea, one of the most ancient medical herbs known to mankind their dried flowers are heavenly. And they contain this thing called terpenoids and flavonoids that contribute to their medicinal properties. The most popular form that chamomile is used still to this day is herbal tea. And do you know that there are more than 1 million cups of chamomile tea consumed per day on this planet? So... In, you know, in this beautiful herb, in this beautiful, traditional, easily accessible herb with regard to, you know, looking at its preventative properties and its therapeutic agents that promote our health, I am giving an A to the men, to our sister, chamomile, come on over, get in my teapot and then mama's going to take a nap. Now, the opposite of this, if you're feeling you want to get a little pick-me-up rather than a little take-me-down, and I don't really like the way that that sounds because it makes it feel a little bit too druggy, but I feel like if you're seeking alertness 
and you're not seeking caffeine, let's talk about the herbal. So peppermint, this is an entry-level podcast. Everybody's welcome to this party. So let's talk about peppermint because it may be common, but it is yet mighty and common for a reason. It is known to, okay, I'm just going to share with you some of the scientifically known, this is from a website called Artful Tea, okay? It is known to enhance memory, they say. Peppermint tea has been shown to increase cognitive function. So they say if you're studying for a big exam, a little peppermint tea, not not just a good for alertness or energy or focus, but also apparently a simple way to boost mental fitness, which I've always thought rosemary was that. Like rosemary is the king daddy when it comes to memory. If you take a peek at Hamlet, when Ophelia flips out, she comes in and she says one very clear and true thing. Here's rosemary. That's for remembrance. So like when my kids are studying for exam or I am trying to remember something, I'll put rosemary on a cotton ball and smell it. Okay. So peppermint increases alertness and does give you an energy boost. It also is a, a number one go-to to calm an upset stomach. That's kind of why like maybe your grandma used to give you a peppermint to suck on if, you're, uh, if you had an upset tummy. Well, this is peppermint tea and it's the same exact wisdom from grandma only without the yucky corn syrup. So maybe if you're feeling a little upset to your stomach, try a cup of peppermint tea and see if that helps out. Now, mint is extremely high as well in antioxidant properties. It helps reduce harmful free radicals in the body. It promotes overall cellular health. Like you had me at at reduces harmful free radicals, right? Okay. Plus, can we get an amen to it actually helps reduce stress, anxiety, and frustration. Super duper for cramps, eases headache pain. Here's a tree hugging sister pro tip. Do you know what I like to do too when I'm all done with a cup of peppermint tea? If it's for a headache, I'll take that peppermint feel free. This is a pro tip. Go crazy. Use that peppermint tea bag and rub your temples with it. And, uh, wow, that really does help. And, um, it is for me anyway, one of the first places that I stop when I am feeling a cold coming on and you know what the, um, any of the cold care blends that you see on the market. And this is a good opportunity for me to give a shout out to a couple of my very favorite traditional medicinals is one of them. Oh, this is not a paid endorsement, by the way. I'm just sharing this with you because it has saved me and my kiddos time and time again. Traditional medicinals is a longstanding, excellent, and very much available tea that um, blends for all sorts of different situations. And um, anytime I look at one of their, like I'm feeling sniffly and here comes a cold sort of preparations, it always has peppermint in it. And then there's another brand, Mm, not 100% sure about their ethics. I really don't know. I hear things and I don't love that, but I sure do love their tea. The brand is called Yogi Tea. Do your research and uh, do what you will with that. Uh, I love their tea called Detox and Peach Detox is my favorite. So let's talk about another easily available 
herb. And when we're talking about peppermint, it immediately brings a flavor profile to mind of my grandma who was Syrian and mint was just in everything. And it was so healthful and it immediately connected the dots in my mind to parsley. And parsley is one of those things as well that is such a booming help made to us. It's so rich in vitamins, man. It's so rich in antioxidants. It helps you keep your blood sugar steady. It supports your cardiovascular health and your skeletal health. Plus it's delicious. So while you're getting your peppermint tea on, maybe add a side of tabbouleh and watch how awesome you feel. Now let's move as well, since we're in the world of parsley, over to the world of cilantro. I know it's one of those things. Some people love it. Some people hate it. You may think it tastes like soap. And do you know that like some people actually have a gene that makes them taste that soapy taste? Maybe that's you. I am so in love with cilantro. And again, you can get it everywhere for uber cheap. And here's the most important thing that I love about cilantro, in addition to it being so yummy on tacos, is that it is a powerful ninja. It rids the body of heavy metals. I'm just in in astonishment over that. This has been proven. So when when I, uh, from time to time, get in one of my juice moods, I pound cilantro through that juice machine. It's also known to reduce anxiety and antioxidant stress. And I feel like those go together. You know, it even helps with UTI and things like that. So, uh, it, and protects against food poisoning. Don't you love this? God gave us all this stuff. We talked about rosemary being for memory. And let's talk just a moment about the other all-star. This one, when it comes to herbal medicine, I just couldn't do a teeny tiny crash course in the stuff without talking about, I almost can hear you shouting it, peace be with you. Let's use our inside voices and talk for a moment about the mighty, mighty lavender. The calming, beautiful, sleepy, drowsy lavender with benefits and proper scientific roots. <laughs> yeah, lavender. Now, obviously, you know, I was going to say, obviously, we're not going to talk about drinking lavender tea, but not so. You can actually find lavender teas out there. In fact, I know that I think it's yogi tea has a tea that is a combination of lavender and chamomile. And I drank that once to fall asleep on a business trip. And I feel like I fell like through the looking glass. <laughs> that stuff knocked me out. <clears throat> so lavender. First, I want to tell you about a study. I don't have it right before me, but it's a very long-standing study that was conducted in the early 90s where they had a test group of people in nursing homes who were reporting sleeplessness. And they did a test group of people who they put lavender oil on their pillow. And then they did people who they didn't. And the people who had lavender on their pillow slept 80% better than the people with no lavender. So, I mean, those are some results I can get behind. And that smell is so great. Plus the smell, I just read this study out of England that said that inhaling 
a any fragrance, an essential fragrance. They like they tested seven of them and they all worked out the same. Every, every two hours, it gave a 64% improvement in cognitive function in their test group. And I'm just like, that is so mind-blowing. And I plugged in my diffuser. I'm getting busy like tonight, probably with yummy, yummy lavender. The scent of lavender, obviously forever associated with feeling relaxed and feeling sleepy. It's almost a cliche. My friend Aisha Fatima is a physician and she's always joking like, doctor, what are we going to do? I don't know. Rub lavender on it. Okay. Obviously we need you, Aisha. It's not going to solve everything, but it is helpful for some things, you know? So thank you so much to all the farmers in Provence for doing your lovely purple job. Yum oh, we love you forever. You know, it, it all comes down to this thing called Lamalol. It's a fragrant alcohol found in the lavender extract. And researchers out of Kagoshima University in 2018 found that mice, okay, I know, I roll, but take what you want and laugh at the rest, you know, that mice exposed to the smell exhibited fewer signs of anxiety. Linalol interacts with a neurotransmitter or a chemical messenger called GABA to quiet the brain and the nervous system, which just makes the whole body feel more relaxed. And when the GABA attaches to the protein in your brain known as this GABA receptor, it produces a calming effect. It's literally science. And you can get it for like $7 at Sprouts. And oh, hey, by the way, if you're going to get an essential oil and we're not talking about essential oils here, okay? I will do a I will do a podcast at some point about essential oils and it won't have anything to do with any of the um, you know, direct selling companies. I'm just saying if you're getting an essential oil of lavender to do that on your pillow, do yourself a favor, get any one of them that you see at a health food store, but don't grab one that you're just seeing around. Because some of those are just total junk and you're actually doing yourself a disservice. This is a cheap oil. You can get a nice big bottle of it that'll last you for a long time for like $7 last time I looked at the store. So, you know, I just wanted to throw that out there. So, yeah. There you go. A quick little flyover. Everything from Gwen Stefani's favorite chamomile to some yummy benefits of peppermint to parsley, cilantro, rosemary for remembrance and beautiful, thank you, Jesus, lavender. Which one are you going to apply to your life this week? Let me know in the comments. I see them on Spotify. I don't know how to find the comments on Apple yet. So if you are commenting on Apple and I'm not getting back with you, please, I promise I am learning. And uh, maybe hit me up over on Spotify or at thehealingseason.com. And, and I almost want to ask you a favor. Kind of close to hitting a milestone. If I hit a hundred Spotify listeners within the first 60 days of the podcast, whatever it is. If I hit a hundred in 60 days, it's a good thing. And I'd love to try to hit that goal. So if you could share this podcast with anyone that you think would be blessed by it, or, you know, uh, share it on your social media or comment to get some interaction going or subscribe or like you're amazing. And I can't thank you enough. Thank you so much for hanging out with me. Remember, I'm not a counselor or a doctor. If you need one, get you one. 
I'm not a pastor either. If you need one, get you one of those too. Hey, if you're looking for my book, The Healing Season, How a Deadly Tornado Wrecked and Reshaped My Faith, you can find it at my website, thehealingseason.com, on Amazon or on Audible or wherever you find your books. There's also a companion book, a healing journal called The 40-Day Healing Season, Moving from Devastation to Restoration, which is out there for you, and a small group DVD series. You've also got available to you my book, Raised Catholic. If you want to connect with me and do some coaching, and I've got a teeny tiny bit of space on my calendar, and I'd love to talk with you, or if you would like to have me come and speak at your event, we can talk about that too. Thanks for thinking about it. Thanks for spending time with me. God bless you. God bless you so big. I hope that you find healing this week. Hope that you've learned something new or something more about our wonderful God and the many ways that he heals. Feel free to take what works for you and laugh at the rest because laughter is healing too. And if nobody has told you this yet, healing looks great on you. So I'll see you next week right here on The Healing Season. 